0: Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of The Faraway Nearby. I am your host, DJ Starsange, and if you will, sit back, relax, and uh, strap yourself in. You are in for a little bit of a ride. This is the 50th episode of The Faraway Nearby and we are due to take a trip down memory lane as we look back upon the beginnings of this fair program and some of our adventures. For those of you who listen to my solo show, surely you just you'll uh, notice a bit of the stylings from that show. You see, when I'm not recording with a co-host, I am entertaining myself from the front seat of my horseless carriage. The Lady Demora, as I call her, Her Majesty's carriage. And if you haven't already checked out that program, you can find it online at syj, like surely you just, podcast.wordpress.com. And I have just recently entered my second season of that show. Basically, it's my day to day life in between the more of a variety program that I consider the far away nearby. So in this episode, we're going to talk about some of the beginnings of the show, as it were. And uh, that would all start when I became acquainted with my first co-host, the Duchess Sue. So, Sue and I were previously co-workers, we in fact had actually been both hired in the same training class at that job, and I remember wondering if this slightly older lady and I would hit it off, because in that time, she and her husband, the Duke, were hired together and uh, I remember her having a handheld device at the time when I didn't even have my own personal cell phone yet now this was some uh, 15 plus years ago maybe closer to 18 (laughs) but uh She had a handheld device upon pilot in actuality. And it was just a technological marvel in my opinion. She had worked for a university for quite a few years and, well, in uh, simpler terms, I learned was a student of life. Years later, Duchess and I would form a fan club, a sci-fi fan club, because uh, since my youth, I had found myself living across the country from my home state, and I had missed some of the closer friends that I'd had there in my extended nerd family, so I started up a chapter of a sci-fi club that I belonged to all those years ago, and well, The Duchess Sue had actually become one of my more regular and participating members. So naturally, when I thought of doing a podcast with a co host, I had to look her up. In actuality, looking back upon things, the Duchess and I had sort of a a test run, a trial, as it were when we, uh, we produced a recruitment video for a convention that we often attended, and we featured a mock talk show. Basically, it was an excuse to interview each other in the guise of it being a TV program to be featured on the recruitment video. And all these years later, when I thought about doing my podcast, I was reminded of that little program she and I had done. So I thought, who better to ask to come along with me on this journey? And so the far away nearby was born out of necessity of bringing two friends together who lived across the country And in later years, I realized the duchess had actually been one of my longest friends. She and I have stayed in touch despite the distance between us. Some of the things that you'll be hearing in today's program are looked back upon earlier episodes of this show. And those will include clips from programs over the years certainly some of my most favorite highlights of those episodes as we had the opportunity to explore a variety of topics and work with a number of different guests stay tuned and sit back for our first round of clips Hello and welcome to The Farway Nearby. I'm your host, DJ Starsage, and I am joined by my co-hosts, Heidi. Hi! And Sue. Greetings! This is our first episode, so we will start off by telling you a little bit about ourselves. And through the coin toss, Sue has won to be the first runner-up there, so um, if you will please, Sue, let us know a little bit about yourself.
1: So, what did, Matt? What did you find about waiting for God that was that was really fascinating,
2: or um, or I, special? I guess so I I think one of the reasons it kind of got to me was because um, I love strong women, mm-hmm. um, especially women who um, cast off societal norms. Um, you know, women because women are so pressured to um, into certain standards, no matter you know what place or era or whatever they came from. I mean
1: two of my favorite Arthur moments they're at that that very first episode they're at that party the big confrontation gone down between the lady and, and Annie and Billy and Julie and something really horrible has happened and there's a shot of him pops a piece of cheese in his mouth it's just like so <laughs> just like oh it's just another party with my woman and uh, I think it's one of the last ones a series where he's comes to the restaurant to help Taking it over made it into a children and
3: I have my mother's Christmas tree, her artificial Christmas tree.
1: Yeah.
3: She only ever used the top of the tree. It's like two parts, a top and a bottom. Mm -hmm. And in order for the top of the tree to stand in the tree stand, you needed to, like, wrap the base in a dish towel, you know, jam a wooden spoon in there so it didn't wiggle. Um, (laughs) In the tree, we have a wooden spoon. We have the wooden spoon, one of my mother's wooden spoons, and a dish towel. You know, it's tucked in the bass.
4: Unlike you guys and most people, I did not have what you call your usual relationship with music. In other words, I never sat around the record player with my 45s and, uh, you know, uh, sitting on the floor listening and spinning my records. I never really had uh, tape collection where I'd pop in the old tapes and make mix tapes. No, nope, I never did that.
1: Is there a role you haven't played that you would jump at the chance
2: to? Young Frankenstein, and I would have loved to have tried out for <laughs> Frau Blucher, because I would have... Uh, the lady who got it, I, there's no chance I would have beat her. She's amazing, but I would love to be Frau Blucher. Um, <laughs> I have done the Rocky Horror Show, as, and I was a Transylvanian, and my friend... Um, Matthew was playing magenta in drag and he actually got sick one night and I got to play magenta and I would do that again in a heartbeat.
0: And now let's take a moment to review some messages that have been left by some of my past guests who've been kind enough to leave a few words about uh, their experiences
2: Hey, Mr. DJ, put a record on. I want to dance for your 50th anniversary. Yay! Hi. Hey, guys. Hello, Royals. Hello, Royals. Uh, this is Matt from Chubbs Gone Wild, Big Gay Sex Show, and Spanky B. Arthur. And I just wanted to call and wish you guys a very, very, very happy Happy 50th episode. Yay! And I was very proud to be on several of them. Thank you guys so much. Great work. Keep it up. Keep going. I'm listening. Bye.
5: Hi DJ, it's me Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? A little birdie tells me that the faraway nearby is about to celebrate a very important birthday. 50 episodes no less. Well, I just want to wish you a very happy birthday from the Shyloph podcast team. And uh, it's been great listening to the episodes and great taking part in some of them as well. Long may you reign, so happy 50th birthday, DJ, and far away, nearby. And, uh,
0: yeah, keep up the good work. Okay, and I hope you enjoyed listening to those moments, those fond memories of some of our earliest episodes. One of the privileges that I have had over the years of doing this program is I've been able to entertain several personalities from programs that I also enjoy on my own. Among those have included Mr. Matt Burlingame of Chubb's Gone Wild, formerly and uh, also more recently, again, of the Big Gay Sex Show and uh, formerly of his own personal journal, Spanking B. Arthur, which I caught on to just after I discovered my first gay podcast. Yes, the first gay podcast that I listened to was The Big Gay Sex Show. This was something that I stumbled upon after getting my first iPod when I did a search for, well, another program with a similar name, Back then, Rosie O'Donnell had produced a program for the newly launched gay and lesbian um, cable channel called Logo. That was the Big Gay Sketch Show. And so searching for that in iTunes found me the Big Gay Sex Show. And I will tell you that uh, I had the church giggles from there on after. And I have had uh, many years of working a desk job where I've been privileged enough to have whatever I chose in my ears. So that was one of my guilty pleasures at the time. certainly one of my goals in uh, starting off the faraway nearby was that I wanted to provide a conversation on a variety of different topics and subjects and so I thought to myself the things that I enjoy most the things that I find myself discussing with others are television and movies, so when I invited my first guest, that was one of the things that we had a chat about. In fact, the first guest that I was privileged to entertain was Mr. Matt himself, in an episode where we discussed a British sitcom called Waiting for God. And I've had the privilege of Matt guesting on this show a couple of times. Of course, one of the privileges of having a co-host is that you have someone to bounce your ideas off of, someone to keep the attention of your listeners when maybe you have uh, gone astray and have run off a tangent. So I always quite privileged to have the Duchess along with us uh, for the greater part of our beginnings as we would bounce ideas back and forth and take turns choosing a topic for the next show. Although I do dearly miss her company, she remains in touch and, uh, well, unfortunately, as is often to happen, real-world matters prevailed, so as any good sitcom keeps afloat, shortly thereafter, when it was clear the Duchess would be unable to return, I sought out a series of guests that have sat in that chair. Let's listen to another round of memories from some of my favorite shows. There is a place just out of reach
4: where we go to escape an enchanted land of far away nearby. I got to tell you, DJ, the other moment at this customs a Catwoman right out of the 60s Batman series, she was on stage with her fellow recipients. And at one point, she grabbed somebody else's statue and ran <laughs> off the stage because, after all, uh, she is a cat. Yeah, I think that's that's true. I I think um, having
2: Walter be one of the cheerleaders and the, the public face that was talking
1: to people about NASA and the space program really helped provide public support for it. Well, yeah, I, I think that's true, and I think possibly one of the reasons that we're having more problems getting uh funding is that we don't have that same public support because we don't have someone like cronkite
5: yeah they still do them over here because when i go and see my friend nick uh he's always got the, the variety pack for me and uh, but i used to have, to have two because one barely feels a bowl these days right
0: <laughs> well you know they make the box bigger and the package smaller yeah.
5: So when you open them up, it's like five little plates come out. Or <laughs> well, and we also have in, have increased the por- or portion size. Yeah, I respect. My mom always says, "Well, that's what they. That's how much you're supposed to have. That's how much you're supposed to." have. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, but, but yeah, but yeah, but this is made
0: for a kid. Actually, honey, you made some uh, night for dinner. It's kind of breakfast for dinner, but uh, it was sort of like a crepe. Now, was that made with banana flour?
3: No, that was made with unflavored whey protein, which is similar to like sports protein. It's just unflavored, and you get that in the health nut section, and with ricotta cheese and lemon juice. And that's it. That
1: sounds delicious.
0: Who is your favorite sci fi doctor? It's
2: called Dark Matter, the Android. I adore her so much. She's just one of my favorite characters ever. So she is like exploring what it means to be human and have these more human like qualities as a machine. But instead of like data doing it in this really. Uh, utopian society, she's doing it in this dystopian society where, where she's around a crew of criminals and murderers and smugglers and uh, she still somehow manages
0: to, to come out in a, um, a really beautiful place. And now let's take a moment to review some messages that have been left by a few kind folks that were nice enough to leave us greetings some of them may be voices you're familiar with. Uh,
4: hi DJ and all past uh, co-hosts who have been on the faraway nearby. This is Toppy Smelly. I'm <laughs> yeah, uh, my old uh, uh, gateway uh, laptop computer.
6: <laughs> uh, why are you just gonna say old?
4: Well, because you are, Blanche. You are.
6: I uh, may be old, but I'm also a billionaire. Uh,
4: yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, uh hi, DJ. Uh, we're here uh, to honor your fiftieth episode <laughs> of the Way Nearby.
2: Yeah. That's
4: right. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, you know, Sassy... Yeah? That's like eavesdropping in... Huh? ...on, like, 50 different conversations. Who'd you drop an eve on? <laughs> Sassy, anyways, the important thing is, uh, it's a milestone. Wow, that's a big stone. <laughs> Thanks, Sassy.
6: What you don't want to have is a milestone in your kidney. Okay, Sassy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what I'm trying to say is good work, good job, well done... It's always good to know that the fireway nearby is as close as my iPod. Ugh,
6: Tommy.
4: <laughs> What? <laughs>
6: Are you telling me you still have an iPod? Yeah, well... Oh,
4: get live yeah. it, Toppy. All right. Times have changed. All right, anyways, congratulations.
6: Hey, DJ, I, I got a consideration for you for a new permanent co-host. Sassy. His name's Quentin Quill.
4: All right, that's <laughs> enough of it. Okay, <laughs>
6: anyway, <laughs> that, that, it's just... It, it, <laughs> what Doofus here is trying to say, we really appreciate what you do. Yes. And we hope for many, 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 many... Many. ...more episodes to come. Right, Toppy?
4: Uh, yes, Thank you, Sassy. Exactly. Uh, DJ, you're too young to have been around when once upon a time people used to say, keep on trucking. <laughs> uh, and uh, what I say now is happy. keep on podcasting. <laughs> oh what the hell? Did <laughs> that was happy? funny. That was funny.
6: You <laughs> are an anomaly.
4: <laughs> Hi there, DJ Star Sage. This is Zombie
2: Girl TJ and I am calling to wish the Far Away Nearby podcast a happy 50th episode I guess this one this would be the uh the golden episode, wouldn't it? So hopefully you're getting gifts of gold or you're giving them to each other or somebody is showering golden coins upon you for coming up with fifty episodes, which is something that gosh, I just don't think brain dead's ever gonna do. But since I'm also on GFN now I can uh greetings from nowhere. I can I can confidently state that we'll I will probably be on fifty episodes at some point in my life. But anyway, congratulations to you and I hope you guys have a really good one, and keep on keeping on. Love
7: you guys, bye.
0: As often happens when someone begins exploring a new hobby, you develop your interests as you move along, you delve deeper into your subject matter, and then you inevitably learn some of the tricks and or tools of the trade. And so, after completing a somewhat successful first year, first season of programming, I uh, went online and I did some shopping and treated myself to a new toy. That being <laughs> a well, basically uh, what some might call in the audio industry, a board. A soundboard or a mixer. Now, I do not have a Cuisinart on my laptop stand, nor is it a KitchenAid. No, I have a external mixer. This is something that lets you plug in other audio devices and uh, a more professional grade microphone, so that you're able to well to have fun with sound. And uh, it does certainly make things more entertaining when you could be the nerd playing around with sound effects, much like being a DJ at a radio station. But, uh, you know, maybe not so much on the uh, the degreed end with a, <laughs> with a paycheck. Uh, but uh, it certainly is fun. And uh, after learning the bells and whistles, I took to the air. That's right. In uh, 2017, we started off the new year with a special live show on our, our former network. I won't say the name, but for those of you who've been listeners for a while, uh, you'll notice an absence after a time. And that was due in part to the launch of my own network. The very one that you hear sponsored at the end of this program, Univaz, Unique Voices in Podcasting. So we started 2017 off with a live show, counting down some of our favorite songs from over the years. And I was very fortunate in that episode that I was able to gain the attention of Mr. Toppy Smelly, of the Smellcast, a fellow New Yorker, and someone whose own programming I've admired. Mr. Smelly joined us on New Year's Eve, and we discussed our favorite music from over the years. And, well, we sort of rung in the New Year, and, uh, broke in my my new toy. (laughs) And uh, 2017 had quite a few live shows. We were able to explore some themes and have fun with the chat room. This is something that I'm hoping to explore once again in the future here on Univaz. We've uh, launched a Another program that has live shows every other Friday. That's the Matinee Minutia program that I do at Toppy about film and television trivia. But uh, as we have moved on into our third season and shortly our fourth, I've come to realize that just like television sitcoms, anything that runs for any length of time, We'll have a, a change in cast now and then, and, well, in more recent years, I've come to think of this as sort of like being The Doctor, one of my favorite science fiction TV shows, Doctor Who. If you like this show, head on over to VOG Network, the voice of geeks, where you'll find podcasts on subjects ranging from video gaming to nerd culture. Like the long-running Orange Lounge Radio for all things gaming, and British Invaders for sci-fi produced across the pond, over at BogNetwork.com. It's sort of like being a uh, sort of like being a, a, a transient. You know, you're uh, out and about on the roads of life, and uh, you know, in um, more interesting times, you might have hitched a ride with a kind stranger. (laughs) You take a chance, and, uh, well, I tend to think of some of my past co-hosts as my traveling companions. Just like on Doctor Who, you don't necessarily know how things are going to work out in the long run, but you're just glad for the company for the time being. And eventually... As I had uh, warmed up the microphone and the mixer, I became comfortable enough and realized that this was a hobby I was enjoying, so after I've had a round of guests and have gotten the swing of things, I decided to include, to introduce to the world, my dear sweet husband.
8: Hey, everyone, this is Billy calling in to congratulate my handsome hubby, DJ Starsage
3: on his 50th episode of The Far Away Nearby. Can you believe it? 50 episodes. I can. I have to lure him out of the studio with the false promises of snacks and shopping spree. But seriously, I always enjoy listening to current and offbeat topics that get brought up between you and your co-host each episode. Not to mention the fun guests you've had on. I also want to say I'm impressed with your dedication to your shows and listeners. Maybe it's time to build you a proper studio and let you out of the closet. Literally, folks, he records in a closet. But thanks again for all the fun episodes so far. Looking forward to what the next 50 episodes will
0: bring. Take care. Because uh, if you've been privileged enough to meet him in person in the real world... You'll realize that, or you will have realized that, uh, as quirky as I can be, well, that's something that he and I have in common. So, what better way to incorporate standby talent than to invite my own spouse to the show? And I was fortunate enough in the past year to have hubby Billy on for a handful of episodes for different occasions, including a tribute to both of our fathers as both of us have uh, fathers who are no longer with us. So we were able to revisit a few fun memories of our youth. And now let's take another moment to review a few more moments of shows gone by. Some of my favorite moments.
1: When I was a child, I met a man in a funny hat. He made me laugh, and we were fast friends. Time flew by, and it's now many years later. Each time I put on his hat, I am magically transported back to the days of my youth. So what about it, Chaity? Is do you think
4: the French
0: might uh, might send it to you? Well, with French
4: butter. You know the French love Jerry Lewis, so they probably love candy corn. I I don't
2: think so.
3: Marshmallows are very difficult to make.
1: Yes, I I believe that.
3: If they turn out wrong, you can do what we did and put them in the microwave and forget about them for six
0: months. And after that party the other year, I'm glad to hear that you've learned from the experience, Dave.
1: Well, uh, no one will get that over on me again, I tell you. Gluten or not, peanuts or not, lactose or not, you will not get my fortune. I'll tell you that right now. Mm -hmm.
4: Because there's some slow eaters out there. uh, But you have to be careful when you're the host uh, to, to maybe not prematurely ask... At, at the end of a meal, can I take your dish? Because I might not be finished.
0: They laced the reindeer food with something that makes them fly. Talk about a, a throwback to the sixties.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you <Yeah>.
1: your reindeer.
4: <laughs> yeah. Maybe the a- B- take and this then-
1: Nixon Nixon, you'll fly man, I swear. I remember the previews for this movie when it came out, and they were they were so playing up the splashy effects, mm. like you know that that first the the kind of the first wave of CGI effects. It's like, oh, the reindeer fly. Another reason why they discouraged him to go into wrestling because a lot of people see wrestling as somewhat of a homoerotic activity, mm. and I felt like he was in love with these guys. Mm. Mm-hmm. I felt like he was a gay man. What did you think?
0: It's interesting that you mentioned that because there are a fair number of guys that their their first, quote-unquote, homoerotic experiences are through sports and school. And certainly, it gave me a tingle when I was the same age in high school. And now, raising three children and a preteen
2: children at 65 is is tough, and let alone ones whose parents have given them an untraditional upbringing because those kids were allowed to kind of have whatever they wanted and feel whatever they wanted. And they didn't seem to have many boundaries or anything at all. And then they come here and, you know, so I don't, I don't think that that was a huge theme, but I think that when you're talking about British society as a whole, everything is going to have a little bit of that theme too. I don't know, but it was delicious. And I've, Had the one at Dairy Queen, and maybe it's just a mental thing, but I feel like it's not the same.
3: (laughs) It's probably healthier and has less chemicals. It
2: probably
3: is. (laughs) They changed the recipe with less calories and less delicious, you know, bad for you stuff. I'm on the Orange Julius website, and it's saying including Dairy Queen locations. (laughs)
0: Those definitely were some fun times. And now let's step away for a moment and listen to a few messages left by some familiar voices.
2: Hello, DJ Star Sage, and a shout-out to all of the co-hosts, like Princess Micah, that you've welcomed on your show over the past 50 episodes. This is Rob Roberts from Vogue Network and shows like Orange Lombs Radio. Just wanted to send a special congratulations for hitting 50 episodes of your program, the far away nearby. Not a lot of podcasts make it past five episodes, so 50. Quite an accomplishment. Best of luck to you and you all as you keep growing to 100 shows, because that's the next goal, Right. It's been great to work with you over the past year, as more diverse voices in podcasting is always
4: a good thing. We always need more. Take care.
1: Hey, Star Sage, I understand you are coming up on your 50th podcast. I do want to compliment you on that. It was fun being your co-host for a while, and I'm sorry it just didn't work out. I enjoyed being part of the team. But you've got a great future ahead of you, and I admire all the endeavors you're doing to make the world a little bit better, more friendly place where we can all connect through the power of the human voice. Have a great one. We'll look forward to your
0: hundredth. Weren't those some good times? I hope that you've been enjoying this revisit down memory lane as we journey through some of the past 50 episodes of The Faraway Nearby. And in the coming days, in the coming months, most certainly in the coming year, I'm hoping to continue to offer you new programming. And what shall that entail, you ask? Well, I am currently auditioning for a new co-host. And of course, along with that, we'll have some new adventures, we'll have new discussions, we'll have plenty of opportunities to explore new paths, and I hope that you will stay tuned and continue to listen so that you can experience those adventures with us. And uh, certainly, if you've been enjoying The Faraway Nearby, you may want to check out my solo show. The one I mentioned at the beginning of this program, Surely You Jest. And it is called that because, in the early days of this program, certainly, yours truly, DJ Star Sage, has a reputation for being sort of a clown of sorts, a jester, if you will, the court jester. I like to be the goofball that cheers folks up. And uh, most certainly brings a lighter side to things through quirkiness. So I am the jester. Part-time, that is. And uh, part-time, I am also sort of a a days-gone-by taxi driver, a carriage driver, if you will. And that is the theme of Surely You Just. You get to ride along with me on my day-to-day commute and learn about the matters in the life of a modern-day jester. Won't you check that out at syjpodcast.wordpress.com? Also, as I mentioned, Mr. Toppy Smelly and I of the Smellcast have been producing a new program called Matinee Minutia. Complicated word. It's spelled M-I-N-U-T-I-A-E, matineeminutia.com. Every other Friday, we are live at 8 p.m. Eastern at univazpods.net There is a chat room there if you'd like to participate. And we review film and television trivia. Now, if you don't catch our show, it is available for download the following week thereafter. And we also will clue you in on the subject of our next program. So if you'd like to play along, you can watch the show or program that we'll be reviewing the trivia of in the next episode to come. Also, as we moved into our third season the Faraway Nearby was privileged enough to, to gain another sponsor. In, a, in combination with Univaz. The Faraway Nearby is brought to you by the fine folks at the Voice of Geeks Network, vognetwork.com, where you can hear our program every Friday evening, I do believe. Details are listed on their site. As well as this program is now being featured on repeat by the fine folks of the sci-fi fan organization, The Federation. You can find out more details by going to trekfederation.com and looking for their radio station called Odyssey One, abbreviated O-D-Y-S-Y-1. This is a streaming radio station sponsored by the folks at the Federation, formerly the International Federation of Trekkers, or IFT. They're a 35-year-plus fan organization, one of the longest-running sci-fi fan organizations. And their streaming radio station is uh, a themed station where you'll find programs embracing... Science fiction and nerddom. Bobby, Billy, and I had the pleasure of seeing Sir Rod Stewart in concert last summer. Now, I, of course, was slightly misled because I thought that it was a duet performance because my childhood music love Cindy Lauper was on tour with Sir Rod Stewart. However, she was just the warm-up act. Ah. Uh Uh-huh. So, you know, if you can imagine, my apologies, dear ladies. I fully appreciate the female persuasion. I grew up with many strong women, and I salute you, but I was in gay man's hell that night because i was surrounded by
7: cougars
0: (laughs) during the week when your dad was working those late hours when would you usually see him what was he normally doing when you were around the house
3: usually when i got home he was asleep taking a nap before he went into work at 10 o'clock. So I got to see him for dinner and in the evening, and then I didn't get to see him until the next, I guess, dinner break
8: that he got.
0: What age did you leave your home state, and what was your motivation?
8: I left... Tennessee right after I turned 30. The motivation at the time was a job transfer. I used to manage a record music kind of store, mm-hmm. and the original company I worked for uh, was based out of Nashville. Basically, after I went through the management training program, I uh, was transferred to a store in Birch Run, Michigan. Growing, Having grown up in Tennessee, I did not relish the idea of moving to Michigan, because Michigan actually has winter.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: The last time I trick-or-treated, my sister and I went, my sister was six years older than me, and I was 15 my last time, so you do the math. And she was Cindy Lauper, and I was Billy Idol. Ah. And we looked great. And I remember somebody inviting us in saying, everybody gather around, look at these outfits. I'm like, trick-or-treat, oh, you're not getting anything. You're too old. Right. You invited us in. (laughs) And I think one of the reasons that it really worked and resonated with America on both sides of the you know the the issues that it presented was that Archie really was a product of his times and the loca- the part where the country was in that time. I mean, he was, uh, you know uh, caught in a, let's say upper lower class, you know, maybe, maybe lower middle class at that time, um, culture. And he was doing everything that the heterosexual American dream told him to do.
5: I was enjoying seeing, you know, sort of how how different the character of Maud was from other things I've seen um, the Arthur in, um, and, and yeah, I'm just I'm kind of interested. But it's something that I'm exploring through some of my sort of conversations with with uh, Toppy as as well uh, about you know sometimes I, I I've occasionally chatted to to Toppy Smelly and asked sort of this show so and so you know what, would you recommend it because I'm kind of uh, sort of interested in tv history but not just uk tv history i'm interested in you know us and and australia particularly um there's lots out there to explore
0: and before i let you go we have uh, one last round of greetings from some familiar voices so let's have a listen to those
8: Hello DJ Star Sage, this is David that Blue Jeans Guy and I want to congratulate you on your fiftieth anniversarium boy, that's not right. Uh your fiftieth episode of the uh Faraway Nearby and all those other crazy podcasts that you do. I mean you got a lot of different podcasts going on. How's it you keep them straight? I'll never know. But um I'm just, I'm happy that you're uh, such an active part of the podosphere, and um, also uh, just very happy that I, I know you, as well as I know you, you know, uh, I haven't met you in person yet or anything, but um, you do seem like a wonderful guy, and uh, I look forward to listening to many more adventures of you everyone else. So, uh, I will talk to you very soon, stay sweet as always, and um, have a great day. Hey guys, this is just Frequency calling from the Gay Wasteland, wishing you a very happy and spectacular 50th episode of The Far Away Nearby. I just love your little show. It's always like a wonderful little journey that you go on. It's fantastic. So happy 50th, guys, and many, many more from the Gay Wasteland. Bye!
7: You have new mail.
0: One evening recently I was out for a drive under the starry sky and what should happen but I spot a shooting star. When I arrived upon the scene little did I know I was soon to find a new friend. Say hello. Hello, my name is Noni. And why is your name Noni?
7: Noni, your business.
0: Well, okay then. Well, uh, anyways, Noni here has agreed to read some emails that we received. Well, you see, she's a a mail bot. The first of the messages comes from sci-fi author and former guest Melanie Fletcher of Don't Quit Your Day Job.
7: Congratulations on reaching your 50th show. And may you have many, many more wonderful episodes ahead of you. Melanie.
0: Oh, thank you, Melanie. That was very kind of you. You know, a while back, Melanie suggested that she might try her hand again at podcasting. Now, nothing formal has come of it just yet, but I was kind of hoping Melanie would get uh, Scott the Sater and uh, Matt Burlingame on as her other acting and writing uh, cohorts, We'll just have to see what happens. And I think we have another message. This one comes from Heidi, who was one of my earliest co-hosts.
7: Hello, folks, far and near. I guess you could call me the seventh Brady kids, you know, Phoebe, the one they claim just disappeared like the older brother on happy days. Ages ago, DJ and I worked together at a hotel for a brief breath of time. And when one day he looked me up again and asked me to join his podcast I thought I was game for a challenge. I hung on for a few of the early episodes, but before long I realized that juggling the responsibilities of being a wife and a full-time working mother left me with little free time. Even to pursue my hobby of DJing at the clubs. More recently life has found the wifey, Spawn and I relocated to the Pacific Northwest. The past year has found us resettling into new routines. I definitely had fun for the time I was able to be a part of the team. And I do still catch the odd episode from time to time. Here's to another 50 episodes. Happy Holidays, Heidi.
0: It was good to hear from you, Heidi. I'm glad to hear that you're keeping busy. And lastly, but certainly not least, we have a special message from my Long time best friend, the Duchess, who has been living in exile ever since the political upheaval in her kingdom a little while ago.
7: To DJ and friends. Just a short note to congratulate you on the 50th episode. You know that all of you are in my thoughts. I miss you all, and maybe in the future, I will be well enough to join you from time to time. Thoughts and prayers are with you all. I've enjoyed the show when I am able to catch it. Love, the Duchess, Sue.
0: Oh, dear sweet Duchess, your message out of all these means the most to me, and you are sorely missed. But we look forward to seeing you in the chat room during our live shows on Univaz. Won't you drop by at univazpods.net? And as we round things out, I want to thank those of you who've been listening from the beginning. And, of course, certainly those of you who have recently caught on to this adventure called The Faraway Nearby. This is our 50th episode special, and uh, hopefully in a couple of years we'll be looking forward to 100. Keep your fingers crossed for me. And before we depart, I would like to take a moment to give a very special thanks to those of you who've taken part in this journey so far. And those, of course, would be my past guests of programs gone by. And that would include Mr. Matt Burlingame of Chubbs Gone Wild, Miss Brenda Boo of the Lotsel podcast, Life on the Shitlist, Mr. Toppy Smelly of the Smellcast and Life on the Shitlist, Mr. Paul Chandler of the Shy Life podcast. Also, I'd like to thank special guests Zombie Girl TJ, formerly of the Braindead podcast, and more recently of Greetings from Nowhere. Also a special thank you to Melanie Fletcher, formerly of the Don't Quit Your Day Job podcast. Melanie is an author and has plenty of fine publications out there. Just search for Melanie Fletcher. And of course, I would like to thank our more recent guests, including... David, that blue jeans guy of the Denims, and Frequency of the Gay Wasteland, both of whom who have recently joined the Univaz family of programming, and I hope to see at least one of you at the Farpoint Convention coming this February. For more details, go to farpointcon.com. And lastly, I'd like to thank the fine ladies who have shared my front seat of the carriage here of course those include the duchess sue and early co-host heidi as well as co-hosts the lady janet nerdy pam and of course princess micah stay tuned for the soon to appear new co-host of the faraway nearby At this time, I'm hoping that we can bring to you a special introduction as well as maybe a holiday special before the new year. Once again, thank you for listening. And uh, if you have any friends or loved ones who work in the retail industry, please be sure to spend some time with them before the holiday season gets to be too far in as their time is limited this time of year, and they may not be able to get together with you closer to the holidays. So if it's a, a Saturday morning and you have to get up to have breakfast, you know, do what you can to brighten these people's lives because they are on people hand foot who have nothing else in mind, certainly not manners, but uh, they take the brunt of it from behind the counter as they ring you up. So, greet them with a smile and let them know that their help is welcome and that there is something to be happy for this time of year. That's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Far Away Nearby. This
3: program can be found wherever you listen to podcasts. You can email us at tfnpodcast at gmail.com Tweet us on Twitter at tfndj Find our fan page on Facebook and our companion blog on Tumblr, or text or leave a message at 720-230-6919 I
4: have a voice I have a voice You have a voice You have a voice We have
0: have a voice we have a voice
2: unique voices in podcasting
0: unibospods.net